Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, all my friends that are out there. I hope you're well. I'm hoping that your Tuesday is going to be great and you are ready to go to take on this week and just do great things. I know that this week we have a holiday right in the middle of the week in Veterans Day, which, as many of you know, is a super, super important holiday for me because I support lots of veterans. My whole family is filled with veterans. My father was a veteran. My grandfather was a veteran. My uncle's a veteran. My I, I, Just across the board, I've got all kinds of military in my family. So it really is a special day, Only because not, not only because I just want to be able to celebrate them and the sacrifice that they did, but also for myself. You know, a lot of times veterans don't want to be able to talk about the fact that they were veterans and they want to hide it. But on the same token, it's a really good moment to sit back and just appreciate the fact that you dedicated your time, you sacrificed all of what you were doing at that moment in time to be able to go into the military and serve the military and serve this country and fight for this country and no matter what capacity that you were doing it in. So you should be proud of it. And any veterans that are listening right now, be proud of the fact that you did that. Whether it was two years or it was 30 years, it doesn't even matter. You made the choice to be able to go and fight for the freedoms for all the folks that are out there in this great land of ours. And to be honest with you, for me to be able to pop on a podcast like this, to talk into the microphone, to record different thoughts and whatever else was given to me, the right for me to do so was given to me by all of you. So be proud of that this Veterans Day. Don't forget to celebrate in that fact and be proud of it. Like literally understand that when somebody says Happy Veterans Day, embrace it, accept it. Don't brush it off. I know I do it all the time. I'm always like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's no, no big deal. But on the same token, I should be proud of what the things that I've done. And I should be proud of the fact that other individuals are thanking me specifically for fighting for my country and helping to embrace freedoms and democracy. So yeah, so guys, this whole week, I mean, come on, like upside down, crazy, inside out, elections, exhaustion, everybody out there that, I mean, literally, everybody's on pins and needles, watching results, waiting for results, hearing words of corruption and collusion and all, I mean, literally, it has been outside of the fact of some really, really dark times like 9-11 and some other things it literally has been one of the worst times for our country. I mean, uh, outside of the fact that it's a new re- new democratic process that has come into play and brought another person into the White House, on the same token, all the anger and all, I mean, split right down the middle of this whole entire country, 75 million and 70 million all right down the middle of being voting for one side or the other. We're so split right down the middle. So if you're not exhausted like I am, I need some of your serum because... For me, I'm mentally exhausted and drained. <laughs> like literally, this last week has just been tiring. I, I Each night that I've gone to sleep, I've been like, maybe I can catch up on a little bit of some of that exhaustion that I have going on. And, and I'm not really sure if I, I have done it or if I've been able to. But I know I've talked to many friends and I've watched many news media outlets and I've watched different places where people are just tired and exhausted and just like, wow, this was crazy. No matter what side of the aisle you fell on. So if you're in the same boat as me, just know that today's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. 
at the end of the day, you can have two really old, rich people fighting to get into the White House of our country to be the leader of the free world. But in all actuality, it all stems with us. What are we doing? How The working class, the people that are out there grinding, the people that are out there trying to be able to make an honest living or afford their families or support their families or do whatever it is that they're doing, grinding every single day, how we respond and how we act in these times is probably even more important than two old fogies that are going into the White House to be able to, that are rich old men that can go in there and try to make some policy changes or some policy decisions or whatever else. At the end of the day, it really does stem from where we are at. So when you look at the country split down the middle, maybe it's time that we look at ourselves. And maybe it's time that we look at where we are at and what we are going to do to be able to change the the dynamic and the momentum and the narrative of where we're at. I don't talk politics on this podcast a lot, but that's probably as far as I'll go with it. It's just a thing to ourselves that maybe we need to look inside of us. Maybe we blame it on politicians and government and whatever else, but maybe we should look at ourselves and say, am I open? Am I receptive? Am I? Do I have the ability to be able to accept people for who they are and discuss things with an open mind and enter a conversation thinking that I may be wrong so that way I can understand and discover and find out what the other opposing view is so that way we can discuss it rather than fight about it or go after each other, you know? I think it's a I think it should be a call to action. I think we should look at where we're at as a country. And this is the United States. I know I have listeners from all over the world, but here's the thing. In the United States, we should look inward. We should look inward to be able to find out are we truly doing something to be able to start to embrace and accept diversity, accept culture, accept opinions, accept viewpoints, or are we just being as stubborn as those politicians that we hate so much? And those people that are rich people going into the White House or into the Congress or the Senate, all these different places in these different positions, they're all lined with a bunch of pockets. Well, the fact of the matter is we can look at it and say, oh, you know, that really stinks. I hate politicians. I hate this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, we vote them in, number one. Number two, we are the ones that are out there in the trenches every single day. So... At the end of the day, let's look at that, guys. Let's look at how we are responding. Let's look at how we are investing in each other. You know that's my premise. The whole, the, the, Almost like the baseline of this whole entire podcast is me to sit back and say, how are we treating each other? How are we arming ourselves with, with kindness and gratitude and positivity and keep pushing forward? And also being a positive realist to know that there's many things that are wrong that are out there and it takes us to fix it. So that's where I'm at with that. And I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from the political process. I'm exhausted by the elections. I'm exhausted by the accusations. I'm exhausted by the news outlets. I'm exhausted by everything, just in general. My family is even split down the middle where we have different people voting for different people for different reasons, and it causes angst, and it causes strife, and it causes all this different stuff. It's just, it's just a, 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 it's a tiring, exhausting place. So that's why I'm hopping on this podcast right now because I want to make sure that I can right-size my brain. And I want to tell you a story real quick, and this is specifically what this podcast is going to be about. It's about humans, right? It's about us as people and how we sell ourselves short for the amount of things that we can accomplish because that's just the way we've been trained. We've been trained that we can't do certain things or we're not good enough to do certain things or we don't look hot enough for certain things or we don't, we're not fit enough to do certain things or whatever it is across the board. We're trained this way. This is the way we're patterned. So we, we kind of grow up this way. But really, at the end of the day, there's a really good quote that came out that didn't just come out, but I read it the other day, and I wanted to share it with you. 
Here's the quote that I read the other day, and it's by Vince Lombardi, coach from the Green Bay Packers, Super Bowl champion. Uh, the reason that the Super Bowl it comes into play, and you see that trophy that they award the team on the Super Bowl, is the Vince Lombardi trophy. He has a lot of great things that he said in the past. Most most great coaches do have some really good things. Lou Holtz, Vince Lombardi, you know, all, all these guys have really really great quotes. But this is the thing that he said. I want to I want to elaborate a little bit on it. And I want to read into it because I want to share share a story of what I went through to share my relation to what this quote is. Okay. Well, here's what it is. Vince Lombardi said, the difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength. It's not a lack of knowledge or skill, but rather a lack of will. Now, that's the quote that he said. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. I'm in the business world. I work with business owners. We talk about profits, losses. We talk about ways to be productive. We talk about accountability. We talk about sales. We talk about profits and everything else, right? All across the board when we talk in business. And one of the biggest things I always ask the question of, of, an, of an owner, a business owner, as they're talking about with some of their associates is when they say they're not performing at this level, they're not taken to some of the training, they're not doing whatever it is. Whatever the situation is, one of the questions that I always ask the owner is, is it a will issue or is it a skill issue? Because these are the ways that we can attack the situation or mend the situation or fix whatever's going on. Because if it's a skill issue, then you can start to arm them with trainings. You can start to arm them with side-by-side coaching. You can start to arm them with one-on-one sessions or development plans or whatever else. And you can really put them on a path for success. Because if it's a skill issue, it just means they don't know how to do it. right? They don't know that they don't have the skill set to get there. But if it's a will issue, that's a different ballgame. Because then you're looking at something where you're investing money, time, energy, and whatever else into a person to perform at the levels that you want them to perform, and they just choose not to. And they choose to say, I'm all set. I'm not going to do that. I'm out. See you later. Right? So the will part of it is they just don't want to get it done. Now, if I read the quote after making that statement when I'm working with business owners, I'll read it again, and I'll read it probably multiple times throughout this podcast because I really feel like it's relevant to where we're at. The difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength or skill. It's not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack in will. So I'll tell you a story. I'm not a plumber. I'm not an electrician. I'm absolutely not a handyman. I have friends that live in the neighborhood that I live in that are handymen that go out there and rebuild kitchens and do plumbing and do all kinds of stuff. And they're knocking out stuff and they're grabbing blow torches and taking out faucets and all kinds of stuff. I am 100% not a handyman. But I've done my share of some tiling and some share of some painting. And I'm kind of picking up things along the way and whatever it is. So about maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, our, our toilet started making some weird noises. Right? Started making this high hissing sound. It was going right in there and I was like okay so it started off really small so I was reading some things online and they were saying that you could have some sediment in there you can have some objects in there or whatever's happening to it it's probably got something clogged in there that's making it uh, it's causing the valve to not close all the way and it's a little small leak of water and so I said okay well I don't know what I'm doing but I see YouTube and I'm going to go ahead and try to be able to see what I can do so they gave the instructions of how to be able to take the cap off remove the remove the unit clean it out and do whatever 
So try number one, I go downstairs to try to find the water valve. I'm, I don't really know where it is. I, I'm glad that I know now, but I don't really know where it is. I'm, I'm searching around. I'm seeing where things are going. Okay, good. I think I've located it. I go back upstairs. I take the top off of it. I start to wash it out. I start to run the water through it a little bit. I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm really a rock star and I'm ready to go. I put the cap back on. I turn all the waters back on. Then I fire it up. I fill up the toilet. I go to flush it, and the hissing sounds back. Right? Then I go, okay, all right, so let's fail at attempt number one. Attempt number two, I go, I open up the top of it, I turn the water off, I go back, I, I take off the valve, I take off the little flange that's on there. It's like this little suction cup flange that's on the top of the uh, the, the filler, the, the, the module or whatever that contraption's called that holds the ball that stops the water from going or whatever else. And I take that flange off and I remove it. And I see that there's a couple little pieces that are that are on the outside of it. So I wash it. I clean it all up. I'm ready to go. I try to plug it back in. It's a little bit tough to put it back into a certain pin without breaking the pin. Everything's good to go. I'm taking my time. I'm meticulous. I'm a little frustrated. I'm sweating. My knees are hurting. I'm ready to go. I put the thing back on. I, I fire the water back up. I put the top back on. And then I, I, I fill the thing up with water. And then I go to flush it again. And then I hear it again. And I say, okay, <laughs> all right. So now that's attempt number two. Attempt number three, I'm thinking maybe it's an arm issue because now I'm going to go and get a new flange, like a new little, um, it's a small little valve cover. So I go all the way down to the hardware store a few miles away. I go to pick up this little valve store, five bucks at the valve store. Got the last one on the shelf. It's on discount, so I could definitely tell they were trying to get rid of them. So I grab it off the shelf. I'm feeling successful. I take it all the way back home. I re-take everything out. I empty all the water. We're good to go. I then replace this valve. I put it under the cover. I fill the water all the way back up. I turn the water back on. I flush the toilet. And then I'm thinking to myself, ooh, I think I'm successful. And then it's doing it again. So then I take the cover of it off. Now, I know this is a long story, guys, but you'll see where I'm getting to in a minute. Then I take the cover off, and I'm looking around, and I see the water spraying out of the side of this little part of it. So I'm thinking there's water getting through this little flange piece of it. So then I go in. I see a little piece of plastic stuck in there. So I go in with some tweezers and some flashlight. I go in and remove that. I put that all together, put that back on, fill the water. Again, the hissing sound. It sounds like a snake in the middle of the woods. So now I'm pretty pissed. Now I'm getting angry. Now I'm getting upset. I'm like, wait a minute, what the... Seriously, now this is an hour to an hour and a half of my time. I'm sweating. You know, my knees are hurting because I'm crouching down on the floor, up and down, turning off the water valve, turning on the water valve, taking care of everything. So then I go back down to the hardware store and I say, listen, I just got to get a whole new unit. And the guy behind the counter says, hey, you go, yep, I got this one over here. You can go with this one for $40 or this one for $7. I say, well, is it going to be worth it for the $7? He goes, well, where's the problem? We, fight, we figure it out. We kind of talk it through. I take it all the way back home. I take the other one off of the whole entire unit from the toilet. I put the new one in. I adjust the valves. I adjust the screws. I put the new cables on or the new um, tubing on. And then I fill it up with water. And I'm, I'm expecting it to happen again. I'm expecting the hiss to happen again. And it's successful. And it doesn't hiss. And I feel relieved and overwhelmed. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I'm not a handyman, but I just fixed our toilet. I know specifically if I had called the plumber in to do that job, to come into my house, to be able to fix that issue, that would cost me two or $300 easy. And with the whole job thing that I talked about on the last podcast, I'm still looking to try to land a, a position in my company to be able to see if I still have a job. I can't afford 200 to $300 for a plumber to come in and fix a small flange or a small little piece to it. So I felt overwhelmed with excitement and overwhelmed with pride of the fact that I stuck to it. I didn't give up. 
I kept pushing through. I was frustrated. I was hurting. It was throwing curveballs at me. Some more problems were caused by one problem that started. I had all these issues going on, but I stayed focused. Now I know, listen, this isn't a huge monumental thing that I overcame, but you could see where I'm going with this. It's my way of sharing that no matter what you do, no matter how you do it, if you want it bad enough, you're going to fight to get there and you're not going to give up on yourself. That's really the premise of this whole entire podcast. The whole entire summarization of the quote from Vince Lombardi that says the difference between a successful person, which I was successful at that moment in time, and others is not a lack of strength. Nope. Because I had the, I, I, was, I was ready to go. I was hurting, but I was ready to go. Not a lack of knowledge because I knew I had the th- keys at hand. I knew I had all the tools or whatever I needed to. I got YouTube. I got all these other things that I can actually use for resources and whatever else, but rather a lack in will. And this is what made me stand out in the situation is because I had the willpower to keep moving forward, not to give up and continue to push forward, knowing that the task had to get, get done, knowing that I was going to do it because I did not want to be charged an exorbitant amount of money from some guy to come in to be able to say, hey, or girl to come in to be able to say $300 just to be able to replace a valve. And then you feel horrible, right? How many times have you called an electrician or a plumber because you're on your last wit's end and you say, come on in and fix it or whatever. And they take like five minutes. Like the other day, I had my sink. I couldn't get my sink. I, I, I was putting Drano down it. We were trying to plunge it. Which I thought it was a down-the-line issue. Guy comes in with this little snake or whatever, goes into the thing, maybe 15 minutes tops. Was going to charge me $300, but then found out I was a veteran and charged me 225 to be able for a 15-minute job. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, at that moment in time, I'm angry at myself because I, I feel like, why couldn't I have done that? Well, you know, even though I'm not the expert, I didn't have the knowledge to be able to get there. I didn't have the skill set to do it, but I did have the will to do it. So I could have done it if I really tried hard enough. And then I felt kind of like a failure because I called in somebody, the troops to go fix it. (laughs) And maybe as I get older, that's one of the things I'm trying to do is if I want something done the right way, I should probably call somebody in to do it. But here's the thing, guys, with everything that we're trying to accomplish, all the things we're trying to do. What's your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to accomplish financial goals? Are you trying to accomplish educational goals? Are you trying to get a new job or move up the chain or move up the ladder? Are you trying to just be a great dad or mom? You're stay at home right now. You got four kids and you're trying to raise them the right way. Teach them at home with all the hybrid schooling with kids working from home and at school, whatever it is. And you're just trying to be a champion in that aspect of it. You're just trying to be able to get through it. What's your goals, guys? First, take a look at that, right? What is it that you want to accomplish? We talk about that on this podcast a lot is around the fact of if you take a look at what your goals are and you streamline them and make them manageable and more achievable goals, you're going to achieve them, right? You're going to go and get them. Even if they're more difficult, even if they're difficult to get to, you can get there as long as they mean something to you. I've told you this before, being a millionaire is one thing, but being a hundred thousand air is another thing because you can work incremental, get to the $100,000 a year. Okay, my next goal is $250,000 a year. Great. Next goal is $500,000 a year. Yep. Here's my plans. Next one's a million million dollars. But if you just instantly come out and say, I'm going to be a millionaire, that's great. That's the end goal that you want to be able to get to. But that's not your immediate goal that, you, that takes the grind and takes the work out of it and takes whatever outside of winning the lottery. So at the end of the day, if you know what your goals are, okay, great. Now you've got your goals. They're all lined up. They're all ready. You've got them all systematically set up to be able to say, okay, these are the things that are important to me, right? 
But if they're not important to you, and you're setting goals of things that because somebody else has given you that goal, or you're comparing yourself to somebody else and say, oh, I want a goal like theirs, or you just think society tells you that you need to be a certain way or look a certain way or act a certain way or make a certain amount of money or whatever, but instead it's not really that important to you. And at the end of the day, if it's not important to you, guess what happens? That will portion I was talking about, the part where you may not want it as bad as you might think you do, goes right out the window. And then you're bored with it or you're frustrated by it. I knew that I wanted to be able to fix the toilet. <laughs> I knew that I wanted to make this happen. For principle of the matter, for me not calling in a plumber, to be able to overcome the adversity of my internal strife of knowing that I'm a 0% handyman in the world, for me to prove to my wife that I can make that happen, for me to prove to myself that I can make that happen, these were things that were important to me at this moment in time. And nothing was going to stop me and get in my way to get there. It sure tried. How many, how many attempts did I say it was? Five? Five different attempts. Almost an all-day venture to replace something that probably takes maybe 10 minutes to replace in the grand scheme of things for somebody else to do. But I wasn't giving up. I wasn't going to be told no. I wasn't going to have something thrown at me and I was going to give up easily. I had the will to make that happen. And I was going to fight like that. So this is the point. The point that I'm making is, is are you going for something that you truly want? Are you fighting for something that you truly want? Because if you want it and you have the will to get there, you usually can overcome a lot of adversity and a lot of situations that are coming your way. When Vince Lombardi was talking about it, he probably talked about it more in a sports kind of reference, right? When somebody wants something bad enough, they may not have the biggest skill. They may not have the best knowledge. Damn it, they've got some willpower that will overcome any of that adversity, and they'll learn along the way, and they'll get to where they need to be. I guarantee you, from this point forward, I'm always going to know how to fix a flange and flow master unit on the back of a toilet because I learned. I gained skill. I was thrown some curveballs. I learned. I overcame. I adapted, and I went for it because I wanted it. My will was high. My skill was low. And that's a good place to be, guys. Just because you don't think you're good at something doesn't mean you can't get it. We learn through the process. We learn through all the situations that we have. We learn through, as I said earlier, we're exhausted from elections. We're going to learn from this. Everybody's going to look back on this one day and we're going to learn what not to do, what to do, or anything like that if we're smart and we want it bad enough for democracy to move forward right? Anything that we want in life or at our employment or financially or whatever is important to you, anything that we want, if you have the will to do it, you'll learn a way to get there. Maybe you'll learn shortcuts. Maybe you'll learn trades and be able to know that whatever it is that you're learning, you're going to be successful and whatever it is you move forward. And you can you then use those skill sets that you learn from the failures and the things that are thrown at you for other things in life. You'll learn fortitude. You'll learn mental acuity. You'll learn how to be able to overcome adversity mentally, not just physically, and how you can truly get through things. And if you do it on one thing, you damn sure can do it on another because you're strong and you're you should be proud that you're willing and able. And you've got the ability to be able to push through anything. Anything is thrown at you, any obstacle, 
any thing that's laid in front of you, any hill that you have to climb, you know you can get through it because now you're starting to learn your coping mechanisms. You're starting to learn your abilities to be able to do so. But remember, if you don't want whatever it is you're going for, you're not going to push yourself. You're not going to push yourself because you don't want it. When I asked the owners, I, I originally talked about in the beginning here, when I say, is it a will or a skill issue? And when they say it's a will issue, you're not, you can teach them till you're blue in the face, guys. You can sit down and tell them the sales process. You can sit down and tell them how to close the sale. You can tell them how to listen to cues, soft closes, all the good sales tactics that we know out there that is across the board. You could teach them all those things all you want to. But if it's a will issue and they don't want to learn it internally, even though they may tell you that they do, guess what? They're not going to learn it. And then you're going to be spinning your wheels trying to hold someone accountable to something that they don't want to do. And you're going to be, it's going to be an uphill climb. You're going to be in hamster spinning in the wheel of life, <laughs> right? And then the frustration kicks in as, an, as a business owner where you're like, man, I'm, just, I'm, I'm giving this person everything I can and they just don't take on anything. They're not learning. They're not listening. They're not, they're not engaging. They're not anything. It's because they don't have the will. It's because they don't want it to happen. Now, that's not to say at some times, if you're going down the road of trying something, and you don't really necessarily have the will in the beginning, that doesn't mean you can't find the will later, right? It doesn't mean it can become important along the way. Here's what I mean by that. If you are going for financial freedom, right, and you're along the way, you're only doing it because you know you have to. And you're like, I don't really want to do this because I like the finite things in life. I like to have creamer in my coffee. I like having a nice car or whatever else. I like spending my money and not saving, right? And so you're in the beginning stages of where you're at, even though you know you have to because maybe you're financially in debt up to your eyeballs, right? Or whatever it is. You got all this debt going on. You're trying to be able to do it. So then you start to embrace the process. You start to see some small amounts of success. And then you say to yourself, oh, wait a minute, that's what it feels like? Oh, wait a minute, that's what success in this space feels like? Well, it is now becoming important to me. And that will has now gone from a kind of sort of have to it's amazing and I want this right now. And I'm going to fight like hell to get there. So it's, it's okay to find it along the way, just like those employees that might find it along the way with sales. Maybe they had a, um, you know, started off on the wrong foot and they've had a couple bad months to start with, but you give them a little bit of time and a little bit of patience, a little bit of work and see if they've got the will issue. So when you ask yourself the question, is it a will or a skill? Make sure you take a look at the surrounding circumstances as well, right? If you're trying to achieve weight loss goals and you can't get to where you need to get to and you continuously gain or your ups and downs and you're flatlining forever and ever and ever. If your will is high enough, you will fight to get to where you have to get to. Everybody can. But if the will isn't high enough and you don't want it bad enough, a lot of times we fall back on those bad habits and situations arise and life happens and it throws curveballs at you and it punches you in the face. And then we slide back in all of our bad habits again. So at the end of the day, when you're looking at it, you really don't want it or it's not a bill of goods that you're forced to do so yet. Because a lot of people won't make that decision when it comes to health or you know, alcohol or cigarettes or whatever until the doctor tells them you have to do it or you're going to die, right? I've, heard, I've seen it thousands and thousands of times when it comes to health. Until we're told 
you must do this because your body will shut down if you don't. A lot of times we just go, oh, we're indestructible. We're Superman. We're Superwoman. We're Wonder Woman. We can do whatever. We're, we're like rubber. We keep on bouncing back. I've been doing it all my life. When in all actuality, you should get in front of that and think to yourself, what's important to me? Figure out your whys. Find out the values of those whys and then fight like hell to get there because of those whys and treat it as if the doctor just told you that you have to do it or you're going to die because we're all going to die sometime. But at the end of the day, I want to be able to live as long as I can, as full as I can, and I want to be around as long as I can for my family. So I hope that that makes sense to you guys. At the end of the day, what I'm going to say, and I know I've been saying that a lot right now at the end of the day, but it, it's the truth, right? When all the, when all the dust settles and all the noise happens and you're reflecting at the end of a long day, take a look to see if you're fighting for something that you truly want. And just remember the quote, the difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge or skill, but rather a lack in will. Remember that, guys. If it's a lack in will, you need to start changing things up. Take a look to see if it, whatever it is that you're trying to fight for, whatever it is you're trying to go for, is worth the investment of you to be able to do so, and you want it bad enough to be able to fight and overcome those obstacles. Prioritize that situation for yourself. Right-size whatever it is you're doing and go for it. Fight like hell to go for the things you truly want. Don't give up on yourself, right? If your will is higher than your skill, that's really all that matters. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you enjoyed my toilet story today. And I hope you guys get some rest after all this election stuff, all this upside-down stuff and everything, as the dust starts to settle over the next couple months, I'm hoping that we can start to get some rest and start to make sure that we are focused on giving back, make sure we're focused on positivity and being a positive influence on people around us every single day. We just got to focus on that moving forward, right? Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.